Hey everyone, welcome to the Double Click Podcast. Today, we're talking about not feeling it. Alright Justin, so here's the deal. Mm -hmm. What happens, and how do you answer the question, when someone comes up to you and says, Justin, you lead worship at a church every Sunday, Mm -hmm. do you ever just not feel like it? Oh man! Already out of the gate, we're yeah. getting this question. Well, I'm just saying, like, like, like for me. Before you answer that, let me buy you time, okay? Because there was no warning whatsoever. Okay. It was like, let's just, let's just go. That was heavy, Matt. It was heavy. That's okay. And you were a friend. Well, it's okay because we're talking about those moments in life that happen all the time, and it can be in your faith, it can be in your family relationship, um, where there's a particular action or duty or responsibility, and you just don't feel like it. You know, that can apply to your job, it can apply to parenting, all kinds of things. And so we want to kind of process that out because I think one of the myths that exist out there for both of us as pastors is that we kind of feel like it all the time. Like we feel inspired or motivated every single time we preach or we lead worship or we address a room or we have discipleship time. And that's, that's just not the case. I can actually remember, Mm -hmm. uh, one of the last kind of straws for me Mm -hmm. before I I like said, okay, God, you're calling me to ministry was right on those lines. Like I, I remember like I was talking, talking to, uh, actually it was, it was, it was Michael's wife when I was, when I was a student and one of the questions I asked her was right along those lines. I remember sitting there in the kitchen, and Michael was talking with some other students in the living room, and they knew I was wrestling with it. And so being my mentor at the time, I just looked at her and I said, can I ask you a question? Like, what about when you don't have it? Mm. Like, like, I can't do this. Like, I can't get up every week. And some of it was me just being a realist, as I knew there were going to be days where I would have to go and dive in with my responsibility and what my role was within the church as a pastor. But I was going to wake up and just not feel it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think that's it. I'm like, I think that's, that's a myth. And that's something that I think until you've done it and know how to process it. And part of the wrestle is this, like, how do you still genuinely passionately care and work through those times when you don't feel it? Cause it doesn't matter what it is or what relationship it is in your life. Yeah or how much you love it, there's going to be a point at which you have a responsibility to action that you just don't feel like doing, right? Yeah, and I think if you look at the example of people that Jesus has called and Jesus has used, Hmm. those people don't have it together. Uh, Those people needed him, needed his guidance. And so to answer your question at the beginning of the podcast, 100%, yes, there are days that, you know, leading worship or being a parent or being a spouse, it's, it's hard. You're like, I just don't feel it. Um, and, and it's hard. And I think the beauty in that, or the thing that we can think about is if we felt it all the time, if we felt like we had the motivation, the energy, the ability, then we wouldn't be relying on the Lord in those moments. And so we should always be relying on him and doing things in his strength. And I think pride gets in the way and I can go, you know what? I'm feeling good this Sunday. I'm going to get up there. We're going to lead worship. It's going to be great. But on the Sundays that I go, man, maybe I don't feel super prepared or I'm, I'm just, I'm not feeling well, or I'm just mm. spiritually, I'm in a dry season. I'm just not feeling it. I've got nothing to give. Those are the, those are the moments that I, I then have a decision to go. Am I going to rely on Justin 
Am I going to rely on God to get me through that? And so um, those are those are opportunities that we shouldn't be afraid of or that we shouldn't uh, shy away from in our walk because I think those are those are beautiful moments for us to lean even heavier on our heavenly Father to go, hey, I need you, I need you to give me strength here. And and quite honestly, I've done this before from the stage. You get up there and you go, hey, good morning. Um, you know what? You know, I'm having a, a rough time right now, and maybe you've had a rough time, and you can you can use that vulnerability yeah. to engage others. And so, you know, we'll talk about this today. That I, I think uh, we absolutely all go through these moments of not feeling it, and we shouldn't be afraid of those, but we should be able to recognize those and how to and how to correct that. So, I mean, is it is it? I think I think step one here, like as I'm as I'm processing, listening to you talk through your personal experience with that and how you've handled it before. Mm-hmm. I think the first thing we have to, we have to allow ourselves is permission to not feel it. Yep. Right? Yep. I mean put that in a uh in a in a relationship context or we'll put that in a romantic relationship context, mm-hmm. husband and wife. Um what happens when you just don't feel like being loving in a way that's like fulfilling your duties for the day. Mm-hmm. Like you're just in essence having to push and go through the motions of right. whatever it is that you have to carry out in that relationship. And it's funny because like I feel like that's one of those places where early on in early relationships, neither of you have permission to tell the other person I just don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like hey, you know like cuz I mean like for for me and my wife it always plays out like this. Uh it'll be like Friday nights coming up and she's like, "Hey, do you want to go on a date this Friday?" And I'm like, as long as it's on the couch, <laughs> you know, like, right. yes, I do want to spend time with you, but I need to recharge at that moment. Mm-hmm. And so there's that moment where like, oh, so now that all of a sudden me not feeling it on the relational side becomes an insult, mm-hmm. but there's a depth to relationship that where later on it's gotten to the point where it's like, okay, and it's not a hurt feelings anymore. It's an understanding and a permission to not feel it. So maybe for us, mm-hmm. One of the biggest things, especially in our spiritual walk, is to have permission to not feel it. Yeah. And surround yourself with people who understand that and can, again, kind of help you walk through that. I know I mentioned earlier sharing from the stage is kind of where I was at, uh, but I've had some really awesome times with my worship team to where, you know, I've I've confessed and been vulnerable for them to go, hey, guys— you know, I'm just in a, a really dry spell, or this week I've just felt distant from the Lord, and uh, maybe I haven't been doing my quiet times the way I should, or maybe I have, and I'm just not hearing from Him. And and um, and then those people around me will rally around me and give me that encouragement, and they walk with me. So again, give yourself permission to know that you're not you're not perfect. You're not gonna, you know, you you are a human with finite uh, abilities, and and part of that is your emotions, you're going to run out of, of happiness in the day. Like at some point you're going to run out of energy. You're going to just go, I'm not feeling it. I'm tired. I don't want to do this. So surround yourself with people who can spur you on yeah. and, and that you can share and be vulnerable with. And I think that that's, that's kind of a first step or a step to really even getting over that hump of not feeling it is to just go, Hey, I'm going to embrace that. I'm not feeling it. Cause I think if we don't, can we, can we get over not feeling it? You yeah. know, if you keep hiding it, then you're just going to keep crashing going, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. i got to put on a front. But if you go, hey, I'm not feeling it, 
people can come alongside you to go, okay, well, what do we need to do? Maybe you need to get away and take a week off, or maybe you need to, you know, go have dinner with your wife and, and leave the kids at home, or whatever you may need to do to get over that kind of hump of not feeling it. Yeah, and I've heard lots of lots of people talk about, you know, there, there are things you do throughout the day that are life-giving, mm-hmm. and then there are things you do that are life-draining. Right. And I think one of the ways we end up in a season where we're hitting that repetitive just day after day not feeling it that leads to frustration that leads to being stuck is when we're not paying attention to our intake like our positive negative intake in that mm-hmm. in that light and so i mean there there are days when my task list is very draining but i also know like i've got a schedule and i've got a plan and i've got to make sure that hey if i'm going to be doing a b and c that are going to be life draining I've got to find something that's going to be life giving Mm -hmm. and I think in those moments where you realize hey or where you catch yourself saying it in your head and that's really the the point we're talking about today like where that motivation is just not there Mm -hmm. like at the point you have that I think when you look at what's been happening recently and what you've been doing and who you've been around and things of that nature Mm -hmm. and the who you've been around is a big one yeah because there there are people for each of us that lift up list lift us up and bring us joyful motivation yeah. and then there are people around us that just just drain it right and that's tough i mean there's been there's been seasons where i've realized like even though i've had a close friend when me and him have gotten together because of what's going on in both of our lives there's been seasons where i've had to go okay we got to limit this because every time we're walking away he mm. feels negative and I feel negative. Mm. Like we walk away sadder mm. no matter what we're talking about right now because we have these big things going on. And we mm. actually have had to work through, uh, you know, I've had different relationships. I've had to work through, okay, we need to get this back on a positive track. Right. You know, and that's and that's the one of the things. And one, one question I want to ask in this, or one question I wrestle with, is what is the role? Because when we say I'm not feeling it, feel or feelings. Mm-hmm really is a lot of what interferes, moves us, and activates us in our faith. And I'm not sure that's, a, like, what at what quantity that's appropriate. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because if you look yeah. at the root temp, root of temptation or the desire to sin, it's literally when you feel like doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. You have a desire to do something yeah. wrong. Or if it's a sin of omission, you have a desire not to do something good. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where, as I'm sitting here processing through this, I almost want to ask the question, do we need to have an awareness of our feelings? Yeah. Yeah. And and where they're good and where they're bad. And it was funny because a minute ago you said, like, there's only a certain amount of happiness mm-hmm. you can have in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in my, in, my, in my cynical brain, I went, I, well, mine's normally done by 730 in the morning. Like, <laughs> not that I'm not yeah. a joyful person, yeah. but as far as me being, like, an outward glowing light. Right. Like, you spent all of it just getting up. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think, um, you know, as we kind of think through this, one thing that I've realized that happens with me is if it's a patterned, I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. So like my son asked me, and I think I shared this on the podcast a few weeks ago. My son asked me, um, cause he's just started, started attending student ministry on Wednesday night, which means we got to drive back over here mm-hmm. after everything going on. And he told me, he said, I need you to make me come. And I said, okay. And so I was, I was like, I, I get that. I said, he says, cause when I'm sitting on the, sitting at home, I don't necessarily feel like coming, but when I come, I always feel closer to God and that's what I need. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, very mature. 
And then he looks at me and he goes, Dad, do you ever not feel like going to church on Sunday? Mm. And my instinctive answer to him was every Saturday night from 5 p.m. till bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sitting there processing that. And I, me, me and my wife have kind of recognized that. That like, hey, because Sunday morning's the next day, mm-hmm. around 5 p.m. that night, my brain starts going there already. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there trying to engage with my family but also be ready for the next day is there's a little bit of friction, which has caused me in that time period to not necessarily feel like it. But I also have learned how to process it really Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. So I think another key is helping recognize what are the repetitive I don't feel like it's and what can you do about it. Yeah. And you asked earlier kind of where does our feelings get us in trouble? So like what's that line, that threshold of of letting feelings kind of guide us or, or, you know, be a part of our, our making decisions versus when do we need to cut it off? And I think anytime that we let our feelings trump truth. So, you know, you think about it in the life of a believer or just, or anything else. If your feelings are telling you one thing, Mm. but God's truth tells you another, but you're choosing to listen to feelings. Yeah, absolutely. You've crossed the line and you need to be able to go, Hey, feelings, going to put you in check. You're, you need to back down. This is what God's Word says. This is what God says of me. This is what I know is truth yeah. with a capital T. Um, not just what someone's told me or what I've looked at on the internet. This is what God's Word says. This is what God says of me. This is what God says about the situation. Um, and then we need to be able to put our feelings to the side and know God created us. God created yeah. us to be able to have these emotions, to have feelings. And I think... Um, this could be another podcast, but determining like whether it's feelings or Holy Spirit, like what's what's leading that's us. Got, what's... That's got to be the next podcast. <laughs> yeah. We've said, hey, we're going to talk about Holy Spirit <laughs> yeah. seven times. Yeah, so. like you know, and I think that they can kind of go hand in hand there. Um, but the Holy Spirit, we know, will never contradict God's truth and God's word. And so, if we feel like we're being led to a contradiction or we're believing something else that's not what God says that's the line in the sand that we we cannot cross. And we need to be able to go, you know what, I'm going to find some way to turn this emotion, this feeling off. Mm. And, and a great way to do that is spend time with the Lord, spend time in His Word, yeah. thinking on that truth and understanding that truth and letting that kind of feeling subside so then you can press on and move forward. But Justin, I don't feel like sitting down and, and spending time with God today. I have a busy day. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's and and shifting gear. <laughs> like, I'm I'm like oh gosh. No, <laughs> I was just I was totally totally joking. Actually, actually, I I feel like I need some Jesus today. So yes, yeah, we all do. We we all do all but, the time. But yeah. So one thing, um, as you were sitting there talking, that that kind of came to mind that I had written down that like I kind of wanted to point out is I think when we don't feel it, it's actually an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Because I think, and, and and the Bible story that came to mind with this is actually um, the que- a question I've gotten often about the Garden of Eden. Mm. Why does God put a tree in the Garden of Eden that feels like you want to eat it? <laughs> like, it's not how the question's always worded, but when it comes down to it, like, why does God create man and put a tree in the Garden of Eden? And it's legitimately because God wants a real relationship. Mm-hmm. And to have a real relationship, you have to have love, and love is a, is a choice, you know, it's a choice that brings on emotion. A lot of times we treat it like it's an emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, the world wants us to tell us when you have certain feelings, you're in love. And then when you don't have those feelings, you're out of love. And if you actually live that out, then basically you would have multiple divorces and marriages a day mm-hmm. right. <laughs> right. with your spouse, right? <laughs> um, but 
on the same token, when Adam and Eve are in the garden and that tree is there and it, Scripture tells us it looks good and it smells good and it's desirable, mm-hmm. like they want to eat it. What God is desiring right there is for Adam and Eve and us within within temptation that even though we feel like we want to do this, yeah, we actively choose Him. Yeah, and I think I love that that not feeling it is an opportunity. And this may seem counterintuitive and like super ironic, but if you're not feeling it. So I don't feel like being patient. I don't feel like spending time in God's Word, whatever that may be. Maybe we should shift to go, that that let that be a warning flag for us to go, okay, I'm not feeling like spending time with, with God today. That probably means I need to I need to spend time with the Lord. And so or I'm not I'm not feeling it. I don't feel like going home and getting in the floor and playing with my kids. I just don't feel it today. Right. But you know that they're going to need that. You know that that's part of your job as a parent. So that's an opportunity for you to kind of shift and go, all right, I know I'm not feeling it, but when I get home, I'm going to pursue this. So not feeling it can be a warning sign or a flag to go, hey, here's an opportunity for you to pursue something in spite of your feeling it or not feeling it. It's it's could oftentimes be a truth that we need to that we need to be aware of or address. Yeah, and, and I, th- I like like the kids example to help kind of get comprehension there because I mean I can think of like. Uh, end of a long day, mm-hmm. you just get home and you sit down. And I feel like there was one time my daughter maybe like, she was like, "Hey, thanks for coming to play with me, even though you didn't feel like it." Mm. And she said it kind of like quick, yeah. you know. And and I think we were like, we were. I, I think I was like Buzz Lightyear, Mrs. Nesbitt <laughs> at the tea party type deal <laughs> right. going on. But um, which I don't know if I, I ever I ever feel that. But um, mm. yeah. And I remember her saying that, and it was kind of a marker in my head of like, okay, um she kind of recognized that like I yeah. loved her more than yes. the way I felt. Yep. You know, maybe that's it. I mean, maybe that's, that's when we talk about our spiritual You made lives. that choice. Like you yeah. were just talking about, yeah. you made that decision. And so I think that's where, you know, I've really tried to start recognizing the moments when I don't feel like it and try to figure out, cause I, I think it can break down a few different ways mm-hmm. is it is an opportunity because worst case scenario, it's an opportunity to evaluate why you don't. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times in the world we live in right now, like it's fatigue, mm-hmm. like you, it's an energy level based thing or a mental energy level based thing. And so you need to reorganize mm-hmm. so that you can invest. But I think then there, you get to the spiritual aspect of it. I think daily in multiple ways, you just need to know you're going to encounter moments. You don't feel it mm-hmm. in any close relationship. That's going to be there. And you need to give yourself permission and then start to look at those as opportunities. Yeah. You know, it's an opportunity for you to show yourself in a lot right, of ways. You right. know, and and one of the you want to talk about a, a passage of scripture where somebody didn't feel like doing what they needed to do. Think about Abraham and Isaac. Right. Like he's supposed to take his son. Come on. They go on come on. Yeah, they, go on yeah. they go on this journey. <laughs> he goes up on the top of the mountain. In his mind, we learn we learn in the New Testament, in his mind, he was absolutely going to do it because he thought God was going to resurrect his son. Mm-hmm. But you're still dealing with the Hey, Dad, why'd you slice me open with a knife thing? Right. Um, we're not labeling this podcast yeah. because of that comment <laughs> as right. children child-friendly now. Um, but at that point, you know, there's an example of somebody who didn't feel it. You talk about Jesus in the garden, mm-hmm. you know, saying, hey, if it if it's your will, let this go. He not feeling it on right. the human side. Right. And I think, especially with the things of God, so not talking about not feeling it, just playing with your kids or whatever, but with the things of God... When we go, man, I just don't, I don't feel it today. I don't feel connected. 
those are also opportunities that we've seen in those two examples that you've just mentioned with with Abraham and with with Jesus to trust God to go mm-hmm. I'm not feeling it I, I just don't I don't feel like doing this Lord I don't feel like pursuing this I don't feel like pursuing you you can trust him and go I'm gonna do it I'm gonna trust you to give me the strength that I need to do it and also like in Abraham's case I don't feel like doing this but I'm going to do it because I trust you that you've got you've got my back or you've got something better that's going on here. So you know what we've done this entire you you just said this. And you know what we've done this entire podcast? What? We're going a few minutes longer here now. Okay, we're at the 20 minute mark. That's okay. We're, we're going to keep, keep going. going. We have had the conversation with the formula. I don't feel like it, but I understand why I need to do it. Mm. Like everything we've talked yes. about has been the I don't feel like it, but I understand that I need to. Mm-hmm. So what happens when you get the double? Mm. What happens when it's a I don't understand and I don't feel like it? Mm. Wow. Yeah, you know, I think not to be too broad about this, um, but one of the things that I've I was thinking on as we were kind of planning out this I don't feel like it podcast was for us to evaluate what's our motivation. And by that, I mean, if you don't feel it and you don't understand it, do you still do it? Is your motivation something that's earthly? If it's, if it's earthly, you know, I think that's, that's temporal. That's going to go away. That's, that's Mm going to fade. It's feelings. I'm feeling it. So I'm going to pursue it. That's, that's going to go away. But if your motivation is kingdom focused and kingdom based and truth based, then that's eternal. And so I think, in those moments, you know that it's not just about that moment. It's about something that's bigger than that moment and that's bigger than yourself. And so for you to go, I don't want to do it and I don't understand it, i.e. Abraham, right? Like what's what's going on? You can still push forward. You can still continue to pursue because your motivation isn't something of this earth. It isn't your brain trying to calculate and understand. It's your trust in the Lord um, and him to go, you know, this this is kingdom minded. This is this is bigger than me. This is bigger than what I can comprehend. And so I think in a lot of ways, um, if we're not driven, we shouldn't be driven by feelings. We should be driven by our faithfulness. And so I think for us, that that to me is the key on how we can, when we don't feel it and we don't understand, we continue to be faithful and, and uh, that helps push us forward. Well, I'm I'm thinking through this like, and I'm and once again like, I feel like every time you're talking today, like I begin to process further what we're talking about, <laughs> because I'm putting this in like a practical application mm. of where maybe where I've failed at this in my life mm. is, I'm sitting here thinking through like there have been conversations between me and a friend or me and my spouse or me and a close family member or or me and, me and a close coworker mm-hmm. where. There's an action that needs to take place that I don't feel like, mm-hmm. and I don't understand. And normally, I give extreme pushback until I understand. Mm. So, like, if it's 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 my wife saying, "Hey, you said this the other day. I know for you, saying that is not a hurtful phrase, but I just need you not to use this phrase with me." Mm. And I'll go, "Well, I don't, I don't understand because I mean it this way. So why don't you get it that way? Right? right. You do that kind right. of thing. Right? But I think when we get that that double combo, like it is." Because the word you said said earlier, like like it's all about trust, mm-hmm. and you want to talk about a catalyst in a relationship, trust. Mm-hmm. And so when you don't feel it, you don't understand it, but you still trust what's going on, mm-hmm. trust what God's doing, mm-hmm. trust your relationship. 
that's just next level. Like that's a next level commitment. Mm-hmm. Because I do think we we were a little cheap the first twenty minutes here, weren't we? Like like I'm looking back at this, going like, no, we need to start this this podcast twenty minutes in because now I feel like we're getting to that meat and that friction point of, you know, when you don't understand and don't feel like it, that is a combination for inaction. That is most of the time correct. Yep, absolutely. And that's a problem. Yeah. Because if we go back to the truth of Scripture, and that's where, where it kind of has like that trump card that comes in, in in our brains. When we know it to be truth, even though we don't understand or feel like it, it's time to act. Mm-hmm. And that's the friction point. Mm-hmm. It really, really is the friction point. Mm-hmm. And, and again, going back to the, the conversation of those, these moments can be flags in our lives that reveal something that, like you said, Matt, that need to be done. And so instead of going, I don't understand this, I don't feel like it, I'm sitting on the couch, turning on Netflix, tuning everybody else out. Maybe that's an opportunity, like you said, to dig deeper mm. and go, is there an action that I need to take? You know, And we don't know that action for our listeners and, and even for ourselves. I think we have to pursue the Lord and, and kind of get alone and get quiet and go, let me think about this. Let me ask God what, what maybe needs to be done here. Um, but again, let's not let's not stray away and shut off when we hit those moments, right? Like that's what you're saying. When we when we don't understand and we don't know why, we shut off. That leads to inaction. Let's turn that into a catalyst to go scratch our head and go, why am I feeling this way? What don't I understand? Is there an opportunity for me to trust here? Is there an opportunity for me to obey here? Mm-hmm. Is there an opportunity for me to tell my feelings no and my faithfulness yes? Um, yeah, that's so. So that's I think super convincing. I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm stealing Justin's words words here because he's he's an excellent wordsmith. So earlier we said if when you don't feel like it, it's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. If we want to step this up a notch, using that word catalyst, use I think when you don't feel like it and you don't understand, it's a catalyst. Mm. Yeah, like it is a rubber hits the road moment. And I'm I, and once again I'm sitting here like like doing the 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 reel of my life in my head. And there have been moments in my life where I've, sometimes it's like God pushes you out the door type mm-hmm. deal, where mm-hmm. you don't feel like it and you don't understand. Right. Then you do the action and you still don't understand. Right. And I'm walking away. And I think this is like one of those litmus tests that I'm, I'm putting in play in my um, self-evaluation now of when was the last time I walked away from a, from a mission or action or decision and I went, God, I don't understand, but you got it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand, but I did it. Yeah. And we've mentioned this before, obedience over outcome. And that's and that's kind of what this plays into is just, you know, it may be, um, it may be when we're with the Lord in heaven before we understand why things happen the way they happened. Or you know what? We may never understand why, why things happen the way they happen or why God asked us to do something, but... At the end of the day, can we say that we were faithful? Can we say that we were obedient? Yeah. And let that be the motivation uh, that drives us. That's heavy relationship. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we gave you uh, seven extra minutes today because <laughs> we're going to be taking a two-week break. We've got Easter coming up. Um, so we will be, uh, me and Justin will be working on stuff for Easter and having a small, well, I'm having a small vacation. He'll be working on stuff post-Easter as well. But we're going to take a two-week break and we'll be back. Um, we look forward to seeing you once again during this window. If you have any questions, you got a topic you want us to talk through, um, not that we know everything, but we just audibly process with you guys. We want to double click. We want to dive deeper and we will see you in a couple weeks.